What did I just say? <coughs> hey guys, I'm Sarah. And I'm Carrie. And, and we're, we're too, too drunk, drunk to track. <laughs> Done. Boom. <laughs> the chair did that Yeah, that was good. Oh, this is fun. And today's episode has a stupid name. We've discussed this a couple times, and we've come up with better names, which we'll discuss throughout the episode. We have come up with several better names, and some of them are really stupid, but they're still better. They're still better. This episode is called Tomorrow is Yesterday. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That pause was very on purpose because Sarah and I were looking at each other. We started <laughs> using Discord video, which I don't yeah. know if that's going to be a plus or a minus. Ooh, but it's going to be great. But it's we a real thing. Yeah. There was a, that pause was it. Yeah, it's a stupid name. It actually, Carrie said it sounds like a dumb James Bond movie, which is about right. Mm-hmm. And um, the whole episode's kind of dumb, so. It actually yeah, fits. there's like one, f- there's two funny things. Like it's, I, I do like that the episode like tries to be a little bit more lighthearted. It's just that the rest of it sucked. So yeah, it definitely this episode is much kind of goofier than yeah. a lot of the other ones. They even play like the wacky music quite a bit. Yeah. So it definitely it tries. So we start out and it did throw me off because at the end of every episode it often starts playing the next episode so I see what's going to happen on Netflix yep. and I'm like no don't show me it's spoilers and in this one there's like freaking airplanes like fighter pilot jets and I was like what yeah that's not right that's not Star Trek that's was... the wrong show dummies yeah guys you're confused this isn't wings why is yeah. this happening <laughs> you didn't have 60s pilot jets like you, you weren't <laughs> They were they had airplanes, right? Fighters. Yes. There you go. They had, no, it was not the same. Airplanes <laughs> are basically just blonde, pretty blonde women to me. They're all the same. But it was essentially like we we the opening scenes are they're like several different planes going yeah. several different places on the ground. Like it's very it looked like I had a roommate and he would come into the living room and just put on shitty war movies. And it was any one of those, any shitty. And then he would like sit there for like five minutes and then he'd get up and leave. And then just, there would be a shitty war movie on TV. And then you'd have to watch the shitty war movie. <laughs> and then I'd be like, well, is he coming back? Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it was like, it was very like Vietnam era film mm-hmm. footage. It was, yeah. yeah. We knew it was modern times according to them. Um, yeah. But it was definitely not Star Trek. It did not look at all right. It, everything yeah. looked stupid. It was confusing. And then, yeah, there's these two guys and they're like, hey, there's something in the sky. We're picking up on radars. Like, it's not one of our ships. And then they're like, oh, maybe it's a UFO. This is the whole intro, guys. They said that, like, maybe it's a UFO. And then you see the Enterprise flying through, like, the blue sky with clouds in it. But it looks really shitty. And and then it goes to an intro. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it was like twelve seconds of dumb planes and some two dumb dudes talking yeah. and then the intro. And I don't I don't and want the, to yeah. break your hearts, but it doesn't get any better. That was it. 
the only really. fun of this episode is going to come we from the conversations a- that Sarah and I know happen eventually. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're we're funny. Yeah. So shows this episode stupid. Um, yeah. yeah. It's um, the Enterprise. <laughs> Intro. We yeah. get Captain's Log. And they were en route to some sort of starbase. And they got caught up in a black star. Whatever that is. Maybe and they, they didn't get, know they about black the, holes the, yet. And so they called them black stars? Yeah. Like they, maybe they kind of knew about it, but not anything about it. That's makes sense maybe that's what they were referring to or they were trying to make up something that sounded spacey yeah spacey guys we don't know so either or that's what happened yeah and they were caught up in this black star and they got whiplashed to wherever they are now and they are they they've like Stopped yeah. being whiplashed around. Yeah. What it's happened like was that happened here. And the the gravitational pull of this black star pulled them in and then they reversed engines really, really fucking hard and it whiplashed them around the black star and then they did something else and then that's how they ended up here. But the whiplash is very important yes. and their engines are also very important. Yeah. This is pertinent for later spoilers. Kind uh, of. Because, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's actually kind of not because it's, yeah. it's dumb. It's, it's they, make it in, they make it sound important, but it doesn't really matter. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, and at this point, like, Kirk's, like, helping everybody up because their things are getting slightly better. And, like, he, like, helps Ahura off the floor. And her dress is shorter than normal, I think. Because you see, like, her red underwear underneath her her red skirt. But then you also see her white underwear coming outside of the red underwear over top of her black tights. It's, it's. Yeah. There's the se- so a scene short. later where like, I, I don't care to sound vulgar, but you, you can see her lady bits. Like you can see the shape of her crotch. Yeah. Like, is she standing up? She definitely has red underwear on, but you her mound. It's, I I don't yeah. think <laughs> that, but that's what it is. Like you can see it. You can you see can her see, tuck. If she were yeah. if she were if a drag, she queen, were a drag queen, it would be her tuck. Yeah, hundred percent. You can yeah. see it, and uh, her skirt has never been so short that you could see her that. lady bits. Yeah, but you can. It's it was so much shorter than we've ever noticed before, and I notice. Yeah. So Sarah notices every single time. It she happens. Yeah. She, uh, girls with short shirts and long jackets. And long jackets. Anyway, uh, Kirk, Kirk wants a uh, report on the casualties. He wants a hurry to notify like Starfleet Control of everything that's happened. And then Spock says um, that there were no casualties. And it, it turns out they're orbiting Earth, which I guess they were kind headed towards anyway so this isn't like so strange yet that they're around earth yeah they were headed in the general direction and they know yeah. shit with cattywampus they knew but things they, were weird but yeah. they're they're at earth so they didn't know how weird until now so there's nothing coming through on the starfleet channel 
so she's having some trouble like her is trying to get through and she's like there's nothing there but we have some other transmissions and they get a transmission that is basically earth talking about the moon landing and kirk's like well that was in like the 1960s and then spock's like apparently so are we and then they start picking up another aircraft that is like this fighter jet that's following the enterprise because you know they got they got spotted by those two guys at that base where the airplanes were and so we go to the guy in the fighter jet who's got like this mask on and I don't I don't know he doesn't matter that much. I mean he does eventually Very blue eyes, but he's he, like, "Yeah, I yeah. see him. They're on my screen. I see him." Yeah, like, I see him. And he's like, "It's it's real big. I don't know what it is, but it's real big." Yeah, he describes um, there's like there's two cylinders and then there's like another yeah. thing then like something below the cylinders. Like a, like a disc thing. So basically what he's saying is the unidentified flying object is still unidentified. Yeah. That's where but we're at. Here's the vague shapish. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's he's closing in on the target and Spock says, so we go back onto the bridge at this point. And Spock is saying that um these particular aircrafts could have missiles and he's like they could have nuclear warheads, which seems yeah. a bit like overkill. Yeah. <laughs> like what I mean when have we ever confronted as the Navy that uh like, you just force you have you just, nuclear missiles on you your. You just happen to have some nuclear missiles on your on your fighter jet. I mean, I guess there's like, probably there's probably a huge difference between like a uh, nuclear missile that like the president can launch if he hits the button and something that they put on a ship. But it seems like they also still do a lot of damage. Like, why is there several different ways to prevent one person from pushing a button? And no ways to prevent a different person in a plane <laughs> under high stress from pressing the same pressing button. A button. I just feel like they that he probably like they probably didn't actually have nuclear missiles just on fighter jets that would be like going after UFOs, right? I, I don't know. Not. I don't know. I hope not. I we can probably Google it. We're not yeah. going to. We're gonna we're fast forward. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna fast forward. So um Kirk decides to have Scotty lock on to this um, jet that is following them because he's worried that he's going to explode them with a nuclear warhead. And then Spock says it could be too fragile for the, uh, for the ray or for the tracker beam or whatever, I guess Um, it could fall apart. And you know what guys Spock was right. Crazy. (laughs) Do you know what game rule we could have, but we definitely don't need to have is if Spock is proven correct. (laughs) But we, we can't do it because we'll die. Yeah, you can't Spock drink every Spock time right. Spock's right because he's always he's right. right. Maybe exactly. we should make it drink for drink for when Spock's wrong because that's less often, but it happens. It has happened, and it's not Rarely. predictable. That's yeah, like the only part of the show that has any mystery to it whatsoever is yeah. Sometimes Spock is not, but he, eventually he gets right, but he's not actually yeah. Right. What we should do is it should be drink if Spock is wrong and then you have to chug if he ends up being right later on. <laughs> Sarah, this episode had like highlights and Vulcan death grips and we, I know. Don't, we, we, don't need, we don't need chugs anymore. We're no more chugs. On that. <sighs> okay, okay. This was so, a very drink heavy episode, by the way, guys. It was. There was a lot of things you had to drink for. There was even some like 
misogyny you had to drink for. It was mm. a lot. So, um, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. so mm-hmm. the ship starts falling apart, like fucking Spock called it. Yeah. And the, so they decide they're like, okay, well, if the ship's going to fall apart, we need to like, tr- like lock onto the guy on the ship and like beam him on board because we don't want to kill a person yeah. along with his ship. Like that would be bad. That's not why we're here. Or would it? I mean, it turns out it didn't really matter anyway. <laughs> like, <laughs> Nothing matters. <laughs> but anyway. So, um, Spock says the aircraft is breaking apart. Kirk brings the guy on board. And basically what happens here is he's standing in the tele... What do they call it? Why can't I think of the name Drink. of the Drink! You have to drink for it, but I can't think of the name. Transporter room. It's a transporter room. Transporter room. That's the one. Okay. So he's in there. And he is very confused. He's Mm -hmm. looking around like, what the fuck just happened to me? Because I was in my jet. It started falling apart. And now I'm in this crazy room that makes no sense. And From the future. From the future. And he, he looks a little bit like... I don't know if anybody's ever seen Farscape, but he reminds me a lot of Crichton. He's got like the really bright blue eyes. He's like the generic looking white dude. And he's wearing like an orange jumpsuit and he was just transported onto an alien spaceship. Like it's very what happened to Crichton in the first episode of Farscape. Sarah, they're the same person because she is not only racist (laughs) against blonde white women. She also can't tell semi-attractive men in yellow or orange jumpsuits jumpsuits apart i have a okay so like it was a pilot's outfit by the way it wasn't a jumpsuit it was like a pilot's uniform technically wasn't a jumpsuit but it was because it was yeah okay he wasn't a prisoner he was no 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 it was definitely like his flight outfit yes but i have a i don't know like if you fit into a box you just look like everyone else in that box it's not my fault I can fit. I try. I try real hard. He had darker hair than Crichton. That's about all I can tell you. And Kirk comes into the transporter room and he tries to, I guess, like calm this guy down. And the guy's like, oh, you speak English? And he's like, yeah, relax. It's cool. And I'm pretty sure he's like, everything's fine. I'm, I'm white. You're white. I speak English. You speak English. Why would anything bad happen? Yeah, well, just, let's just be like really privileged dudes together and go for a walk. It's gonna be alone so great. at night. Let's go. Let's go for a, a walk on the spaceship and harass some women. Yeah, come on, baby, let's mm-hmm. do it. It's gonna be so fun. It's gonna be so fun. And the guy's just like, "Oh, this is weird. Like, what's happening?" And Kirk's like, "All in good time, buddy." And then Spock calls and he says the aircraft is broke apart. Like. this happened like we did it and he's like don't worry i've got the guy here everything's great and he has the guy follow him and they're walking through the hallway and they pass a lady like it was so dumb terrible he's just like a woman yeah he's like staring at her and then he's so shocked that there's a woman and the woman walks by and she's like something she's like oh Hello, Captain. And yeah. he's like, okay, lady. And then yeah. 
they start playing this like sexy music in the it's background. Like a sexy saxophone music. Yeah. It's like, wah, 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 lady. Wah, 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 wah. It might as well be the blues. Lady in red. He's dancing with me. It's really stupid. It's really dumb. Except that then Kirk says, a crewman, which, good job, Kirk. You're right. Person, she is. Crew person. Yeah, crew person. Yeah, that's true. They could just call them crew people. Mm-hmm. But whatever. It's still better than a woman. Yeah. What is she doing here? What is she doing? Yeah, but I, I guess I get it. Like in the 60s, this should this was considered very progressive that women would be on like a ship. So doing I, any kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Not in the kitchen. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> I think that, I mean, really, that's, like, more in the 50s, but in the 60s, they were still, like, fighting to be, like, I can also be a construction worker. Like, I can do yeah. stuff. No, no you, you can't. There's... You know I'm a, I'm a human, right? Like, I've got <laughs> muscles, and they do things. The right ones. Do you have a dick yeah. muscle? I doubt it. If you don't doubt have, it. I mean, some women have dick muscles, but uh, we're not going into that. <laughs> <laughs> either way he's like this is a crazy ship you've got like it's so big and so cool and there's ladies on it and kirk says oh yeah there's only 12 like it and they have this whole conversation about everything and kirk is just like bidding information at this guy he's just like and here's this information about your future and here's this information about your future and here's this information about your future which they make a big deal about later on yeah like uh you saw the transporter room those dudes uh everything's cool and also like we're gonna walk in the hallway i'll tell you all about it i'll tell you all about it like let's just like i'm I'm actually from your future so just so you know like and here's all the stuff that's gonna happen um and we have all these things, and there's going to be a United Earth Alliance. It's all really cool. Super but we cool. got we got caught in this time warp on accident, and then the guy's like, "You seem to have a lot of accidents," which is true because they also ripped up his chip on accident. And... Yeah, so did your mom. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Harsh, but like... maybe true. <laughs> but like, what we what we kind of learned about this guy is like. Kirk is a dick captain. This guy is also a dick captain. Like they're they're mm-hmm. kind of peas in a pod. They're, they're very similar. Along, yeah, they're getting along real well because they're both assholes. Yeah. They walk onto the bridge and Kirk introduces him to Spock and he's like, This is blah 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 blah. And he's like, the guy's just like staring at her. He's like, a lady of color? He's like, what do I do? Yeah, I don't even know. Are you allowed yeah. to be here? Yeah, ma'am. Ma'am. Is, are you allowed in here? Uh, You'd probably call her hey. Wouldn't even oh, call her ma'am. Good point. He's in the 60s. They suck. Yep. Um, hey. Are you supposed to be yeah. here? Which she is. And she is extremely polite to him. So basically, like, Kirk, like, kind of, like, shoves him off to Ahura, who, in the background of this entire conversation that's about to happen between Kirk mm-hmm. and Spock, Ahura is just, like, pointing at things and explaining them to this guy from their past that like they're on the bridge and she has it looks like a silver pen 
And she's like, oh, and there's that thing that you don't understand because this is the future. And there's that thing that you also don't understand because it's the future. You don't know anything about space or spaceships, but uh, I'm going to point to that other thing that you don't understand because yeah. the parsec. I'm going to tell you all about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, she's yeah. a very gracious hostess. That's what she I is, learned. She is, she's she, explaining a lot of things that he shouldn't know as we are about to find out. possibly know. Oh. He can't understand them. So Spock and Kirk give each other a look and they like kind of like go to an aside to have this conversation. So basically they're having a conversation about how his name is Captain Chris. He did introduce himself. We found that out. He's Captain John Christopher. Yeah, they call him Captain Christopher. I wrote Captain Chris because Christopher's a really long name to write out when you're drunk. Yeah, and, so I mean, Captain, it, it could be with an F or a PH. Yeah, who knows? So, Captain Christopher, he can't go back. That's what uh, we're finding out while he's getting all yeah. of this information. Spock's like, he knows too much already, yeah, and he's is- learning more and more. Like, we can't send him back because he can change the future. Like, it's he too has too dangerous. That's what I yeah. put too dangerous. Mm hmm. And then Kirk says, your logic can be the most annoying. Uh, Do we drink for that? Because I think we're supposed to. Well, I didn't, but we probably should. Yeah. So, and yeah, because Spock's saying like he could change everything. And Kirk is annoyed by that logic. And then we move on to Kirk record. He's like at his computer trying to do a recording, like in his room. And the computer is like, it's. I'm going to use, I don't use this phrase often. It's a super horny computer. Like, yeah, she's sexy. Yeah, she is just like, hello, Kirk, dear. How's it going? And Kirk's like openly annoyed with his computer that's being like overly sexual with him, which I actually, this is like, it's like a little bit of a turn here because usually he's the one making me uncomfortable. He's the one harassing. Yeah. <laughs> and it is, do you remember, do you remember the episode of TNG where Lexwana was, I don't remember who she was hitting on, but it was like so uncomfortably overt. It might have been you, like her. I don't even are know. You, well, I know that she also does that in, because it, it is Lexwana's voice. So it's yeah. really quite fitting. She also does it in um, Deep Space Nine with uh, Odo. Where oh, she's no, no. Okay. It's one because Troy's there and she's just like. Oh, oh yeah. She's like, mom, why? <laughs> it's it's like Luxwana trying to seduce a man of any kind. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's so obnoxious. That is this computer. And Spock comes in with Captain Christopher. And Captain Christopher's just like, why is your computer coming on to you and Kirk's kind of explaining that it's broken and Spock says um, we had it fixed at this planet and he's like and that planet happens to be all female um, and yeah, so they, they thought dominated. they yeah, probably female, have men yeah female dominated planet and he said that the, they felt that the computer needed a personality and what? while I feel like I feel like I should be offended by this but when I, like, in Sarah's head canon, which is a, a beautiful place where I live, um, all she of does. the women, all of the women on this planet were just fucking with Kirk. And they were just like, I'm just going to make it the most annoying yeah. computer program. You know what you want, you piece of shit? You want a bitch. Yeah. So I'm going to give yeah. you a bitch. You know how you're always super creepy with us? 
I made you this super creepy computer program to take your notes for you. You're welcome, dear. Whatever you want to hear, it's going to say. Yeah, It's going to be the perfect, perfect woman for you. Mm -hmm. It's just going to do whatever you want. It's going to be... But also, this computer seems to, like, not want to listen to it. No, it's it's a pretty, like... I actually kind of like the computer. Because it definitely feels like it's making fun of him when it's hitting on him. Like, it doesn't seem serious when it's yeah, like, so, yes, dear. And that's, that's where we're torn, because either yeah. this computer is something super, like, sexualized, just like, yeah. perfect woman, or it was something made by women to be what Kirk thinks is the perfect woman that's actually fucking annoying. To just annoy the shit out of it, which is where I like to live. That's Yeah, my... that's where... That's... <laughs> Tara and I, we, our head cannon doesn't often fall in the same place. <laughs> this is one of them. I'm going to go with it's, it. Yeah, the it's, the, it's the better way to think of this program. <laughs> yeah, because it just sounds like a sex kitten. Yeah, she really does. Uh, it's Lil Lana. She's it's Lil Lana coming on to Riker, which was yeah. all gross because Riker's blah, blah, terrible. So, blah, 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 blah. so anyway, um, Kirk is breaking it to Captain Christopher that he can't go back. And he tells him why. He says, well, Spock says, if you go back, you could change all of these things. And he's like, well, by that logic, all of this stuff is changing because I'm not there. So why wouldn't you send me back? Which is, in the first watch through, I said that to Carrie. Yeah. I said, what about all the stuff that's going to change if he doesn't go back? Yeah. And then, so at this point, Spock comes in to explain himself. And, and, and destroys a man. He destroys he him. <laughs> he goes, um, I checked all of Earth's history and you're <laughs> irrelevant. No, you don't matter. I'm you sorry. Matter. You're nothing just not you, important. Nothing you do matters. Yeah. Not, <laughs> sorry, not a dude. thing that you did makes any yeah. difference. So. And he's like, what about my wife and my kids? Like, don't I matter to them? And irrelevant. Then, irrelevant. Yeah, irrelevant. And then Scotty calls over and he says, uh, we should have our engines fixed in about four hours. But I get the real question is like, where do we go after that? Like, we don't, we're fucking 200 years in the past. It's a little bit weird. Also, I'm sure you guys know, since there's like, you know, 60 some odd episodes coming up that are in the future that they figure this out so this is going to be the second time that we've figured out time travel and it's not that big of a deal we do nothing with it at all they just don't they're like because when you watch later series tng deep space nine enterprise i'm gonna give them a slide because they were pre they were pre all of that they were before so fine those guys didn't know about it voyager they had figured out time travel at that point. Like they had to have. So yeah. it's kind of obnoxious that they keep we're on episode 19 and they've twice doubled into time travel. Yeah. They can go and, forward and back now. Like yeah, they figured both of them out. Both of them. Which it turns out <laughs> doesn't we matter. Talk about it, but I love that the traveling forward or backwards in time just has to do with if you're heading towards the sun or away from the sun. That makes enough sense because the sun is really big, Sarah. Giant. Probably makes perfect sense. Okay. So, either way. That's yeah. what, you're right. I, I say that a lot. Yeah, because that's, that's your segue into the next, your segue. We're, we're going back 
into this story, which is yes. sad. We and are continuing so, with what we do. Yeah. Um, at this point, Captain Christopher's like, sounds like you don't get to go home either. So we're both just prisoners in time. In time. What a good episode name. That would have been so much better. I don't <laughs> care why they didn't do it. Maybe they try to use, maybe they use it later. Maybe. Prisoners in Time is a way better episode than na- name than Yesterday is. Tomorrow is Yesterday? What is it even? Oh. Tomorrow is Yesterday. Yeah, Prisoners in Time is fucking amazing. Yeah. And I also want to point out that I even would have accepted something about Icarus. Oh, yeah, because eventually. They, yeah. like, slingshot towards the sun or whatever. They get too close to it. But that would have been cool. Prisoners in Time would have been such a good episode name. That dumb Yesterday is Tomorrow. Fuck you. Tomorrow's yesterday. Fuck off. Like, it was like Whiplash and Icarus, and it can't be Wickerish. <laughs> we need something there. <laughs> no, I don't think there is. No. Whiplash? Wickerish. Wickerish. Wait, let's. Icarus. Slash? I don't think there's anything there. So Icarish slash. No, that's not it. No, no, I don't think there's anything there. There's nothing there. Okay, it's cool. Let's move on. We tried. I mean, we tried. And I'm going to leave it in. It's important. We we know that we tried. It's a thought that counts. So he has a. We get a captain's log. They have a passenger on board they didn't want. Well, then why? Did you beam him on board, Kirk? Or just they like, also keep talking about how much they don't want him there. They do. Like, you had options. Beam him on board yeah. and immediately beam him back down to the surface of Earth. And no one's yeah. going to believe a single word he says. And also, like, he's it's miraculous. He yeah. just survived. Nobody how knows I, how. People how did I? Survive. There was a lady who, like, fell out of a a plane and then she only stayed awake because fire ants were eating her and then she survived like bah. i feel like there's more to that story but like... well she fell out of a plane she didn't have a parachute or her okay. parachute didn't open and then she hit the ground and she definitely should have died and but she wasn't quite dead and then she like basically stayed awake because fire ants kept biting her wow. until somebody found her and that's that's still like that's way more believable than UFOs, aliens yeah, being like, on board. He he just fell out of his airplane and didn't die. It's miraculous. Yeah. Like there's so many options that they had. Not that any of it matters because of how the episode ends. But like if it did matter, <laughs> if it if this mattered at all, <laughs> yeah. okay so kirk is giving that captain's log and he says um he's talking to the computer trying to do a log and the computer's all sexy at him again she's like yes dear anything for Mm -hmm. you and he's like he goes maintenance note this system will be corrected or it's gonna be scrap and it's like, fuck you, Kirk. Why are you being so mean to the funniest part of the episode? Yeah. And then the computer goes, computed. But she's yeah. like all pouty. Like if, if you could see her, I'm sure she was pouting when she said it. Computed. I I kind of heard when I heard like Mae West like 
computed. Like it was, it's kind of <laughs> getting like, fine. Yeah, I totally. Computed. Yeah, I Which, absolutely, I'm going to do that. That's such a great idea. <laughs> I don't think she did. I don't think she listened to no, it. No, I don't think that's in the maintenance notes. No. In case anybody's curious, if she you look at those going. notes. Yeah. No. If you it's look at those, and it's not like Kirk's going to do anything. No. I don't because think he, he would. He doesn't yeah. do shit. No. Okay. She's okay. computer sassy. Yeah, she's sassy. Kirk threatens her. Yep. Spock calls and he says, I've got more information. I need to have a conversation with you and Captain Christopher. Mm-hmm. And Kirk's like, okay, I'll call him. And he calls Captain Christopher and he doesn't answer. And he's like, read a this oh. is actually kind of annoying because I watched this the first walkthrough and I was like, that raised a little flag. And the second time I watched it again, and he basically goes, Captain Christopher, uh, I need to see you. And then immediately gets like, I'm so mad. And then he calls him again. It's like he, because William Shatner is such a shit actor, he was like anticipating his feelings. And he was like, Captain Christopher, to my quarters. And then he was like, really upset about it and then he called him again and there was still no answer and like just his acting is so like i can only do one thing at one time and yeah and now i'm mad i'm angry (laughs) but but he like if you if i called you and i expected you to like pick up for some reason and i was like hey sarah uh pick up and you didn't i'd be like oh it's weird you didn't pick up i wouldn't be like like i wouldn't instantly get mad about it except that you know what you would probably do you'd be like oh that makes sense sarah didn't pick up because why am i calling her yeah first of all we don't use the phone we we used facebook calling for the first time just so we could like do the first watch through because of reasons but we used a phone and it felt even weird to hit the phone button button which by the way children don't understand why that button looks like that button like yeah, like, what's a phone? Yeah, like, what is why why does it look like that? Why is there knobbies on that thing? Yeah. Oh, honey baby. Old school. <laughs> it's old school. You don't even have a party line. You don't remember the party lines. <laughs> oh, the party lines. I remember I the party lines. I remember yeah. Star 69 to like mm-hmm. find out who called you last. Mm-hmm. If somebody called and hung up. Oh man. Okay. So of, of course, since Captain Christopher didn't answer we go to an immediate red alert because yep. he must be trying to escape this this human on an aircraft from 200 years in the future is going to escape the aircraft he has no idea how to space yeah. none that whatsoever is... he doesn't know how the doors work he doesn't know anything about anything he doesn't know anything like how like the doors don't I, I assume maybe I'm wrong, but I it seems like they have to push a button and get authorization for the doors to open. He doesn't yeah. really know how to use the elevators, but he's going to escape. So red alert. If anybody wanted to like bottle up the audacity of a straight white male and this is it. Like mm-hmm. I am in a spaceship from two hundred years in the future and I can probably still get away. Yeah, I could probably still do it. I, I think I could do it. I think I could do it. Yeah. I'm going to try. <laughs> Give it a go. Yeah. Like... Give it a go. <laughs> See what happens. Nothing, I don't know. Yeah, nothing bad ever happens to me. Let's just keep going. So. No. I'm a straight Either... white man. Nothing's going to go wrong. Yeah. I bet. <laughs> I'm a middle-aged straight white man. So. Mm-hmm. 
this is going to be, be fine. Yeah, it's going to be fine. Um, so he he actually does exactly what I would expect a man to do. And he he beats someone up, steals their weapon, and uses it to hold up the guy in the communicator room, or in the transporter room to send him. He says, you, you're going to transport me back to Earth. Huh? And the guy in the transporter room's like, uh, no. Uh, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but then Kurt comes up behind him and karate chops him. And Twice. They get, he like punches yeah. him in the stomach and then karate chops and him. And then karate chops him. And to unconsciousness. His, yeah, he steals his phaser back and he's just like, no, you're not going to do that. And we go to the med bay where we also had to drink for that. And Bones says he's going to be okay. Everything's fine. Like, you only beat him up a little bit. He's <laughs> like, but what if, What about us? Are we going to be okay, Kirk? Like, what's going on? We're only 200 years in the past. And he does make the point. There's 430 of us on this ship that can go down to Earth right now and change the future. <laughs> like, what's our plan here? Um and kirk's like i don't know what we're gonna do he's really stupid he actually he legit said he doesn't say stupid he says he's very primitive like where is he gonna fit in in our society now and bones is a little bit more of an optimist here and he says well maybe he can be retrained or re-educated like we don't know and kirk says oh you're starting to sound like spock and then bones is like if you're getting nasty i'm gonna leave yeah if you're going to be a bitch, then I'm going to be a bitch. <laughs> yeah, I'm also going to be a bitch. bitch. Which, it was like a little bit funny, but at the same time, it's like, that's a compliment. Yeah. That was... You are like, Spock is like up here and you're yeah. like down here. So if you're here-ish, like yeah, in the middle. That's pretty cool. Like, that's pretty good. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. But he definitely is like, uh, if you get nasty, I'm going to leave. And then basically... Kirk is discussing how maybe if they could like retrain his brain to forget his family, it's it's actually a really fucked up idea. Like maybe if we could get him to forget his family and like yeah. everything about his past yeah, we life. Can, we can just re-educate him. Like that's re-educate. That's worked really, really well in yeah. all of the past every other everything. time. Yeah. Anytime yeah. there's any kind of re in they even say, I think, like, re-education. I don't know if they use the word camp, but it's like camps. Oh, yeah. They they talk about, like, a pro, like, I don't even, I don't remember exactly how they said it. But they did say, like, maybe there's a way we can, he said retrain or re-educate. So, like, uh, it's a little cringy. Uh, it's terrible. It's the worst. <laughs> so, um, as soon as Kirk mentions, like, maybe we could make him forget his family, he's like, no, like, you can't do that. Like, if you, do you want the answer? No, I'm not going to forget my family. Like, fuck yeah. you. And the answer is, yeah. you can't, you can't get that out. Like, I'm, I love yeah. my family. It's uh, my babies. No. <laughs> How about not? And at this point, Spock comes in and he's like, don't worry, we're not going to fucking torture you and make you forget your family. We've decided that you have to go back now. Um, and they're like, what? I thought I was irrelevant. And, yeah, and he, the, he does say very, this is like, he's very sarcastic. Oh, yeah. that's crazy because you just told me I meant nothing. <laughs> nothing. You I'm irrelevant. I'm garbage. <laughs> Remember that? And, and then remember Spock's, that one time? 
Yeah, Spock said that that was an unfortunate choice of wording on my part. Um, I did find that your son, Sean, heads the first successful Earth-Saturn probe. And he goes, well, that's just crazy. I don't have a son named Sean. And everybody's like, <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Because <laughs> this is the crazy thing. Of course, he has to go back because he has to make Sean. He has to put his D in his wife's V and make a B. And also, so. maybe it's only named Sean because they told him the name was Sean. That's true. Who why well, would you name your child Sean otherwise? None of this, none of this matters. <laughs> <laughs> he still makes that terrible mistake. Yeah. Either way. <laughs> Either way. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So. Um, and then Spock goes, yet. We, there was yeah. a long pause there. If you guys don't remember what was originally said, he said, but I don't have a son named Sean. And then Spock said, yet. And I guess that's there with there where we should have gone, dun, dun, dun. Yeah. But we it's like, of ourselves. it's like, I don't have a son named Sean. And then Spock goes, yet. Like, yet. <laughs> there is a long pause <laughs> for drama, I bet. Yeah. I probably, and then he's just probably. like, oh, I'm going to have a son. Like, he's he all gets, excited. He gets really teary-eyed and yeah. giddy. He's so happy about it. It's so nice. So, Spock, we go to a new scene where Spock says, well, we have other problems about him returning. And now I guess after they beat up Captain Christopher, after he held someone at gunpoint, after all of this happened, he's now part of their conversations moving forward. <laughs> like, you know, everything's fine. Tried to get transport, uh, tried to get transportation. Got karate chopped by Kirk instead. After all of this, uh, suddenly everything is fine. None of that happened. This guy is now in. I want to say in cahoots. <laughs> He's in cahoots with Kirk and Spock. Like they are discussing the plan for fixing all of this. Like he's on our side now. Even though he just karate chopped a dude to unconsciousness, stole his phaser, yeah. helped well, someone he, at gunpoint. Yeah. He's our, fine. He, he's, he's, he's our buddy. Fine. This is this is proof that Shit. if you're white, you can do just about anything. <laughs> If you're a white male, boy, have I got a place for you to be. Other white males are still fine with you and any decisions you make. Ah, Anyway, um, he's he's talking to them about the plans for how they're going to fix all of this. Because even though they know that they need to send him back, there's still things they need to remove that have happened. Like, he took photos of them and he has, like, the uh, transmission that he sent back down to Earth about what he saw like all of this evidence of them being there still exists so he's like i can help you go get it and they're like well we can't risk going down to this base where all of that is i guess now also like he took he took pictures with film that they eventually steal but his spaceship was exploded in the 60s and we didn't know that the army or the navy or air force or whatever it was had this technology but it was all it all went down i think at one point he's like well they'll search through the debris and they'll find it like a black box kind of deal okay i don't know it doesn't make any sense yeah maybe it was real maybe it's real maybe 
that's what the Army, Navy, Air Force had, but... These digital photos that they eventually have on actual film that they take. It it doesn't make a lot of sense. Like, even if you're... If you hit a button in your airplane and it suddenly starts recording things, like, even if that is real, your film is still film, which is very fragile. So, like, what kind of thing do... Do you have what kind of box do you have it in in the 60s where your ship is nearly disintegrated and then what's left explodes to the ground and it's still fine and then they put it somewhere? Like, it's a transmission, sure. They probably had transmission at the base, like recording what he was sending back. That one, fine, but yeah, the film, like, yeah. is it like digital? copies of the pictures he no, took it's like, so, it's, that's because they like, like sci-fied the only realistic part of the show they've ever had it it doesn't it's none of it that matters anyway but yeah, they decided it doesn't to do a, fucking matter they need to that's do a we heist should, we should call this it should have, <laughs> they should have called it it doesn't fucking it matter it does nothing nothing fucking, fucking matters. matters 40 minutes of shit that doesn't matter yep. and 10 minutes of story bad story Mm-hmm. with a bad name with a bad name so they say it's too risky for you to go down there even though he's like i know the base i know where they have this photographic evidence that somehow got to them even though you exploded my ship yeah. um and they're like well you're just gonna have to show us where to beam down you don't get to go and so well, now it's like they say something and he's like well what if i just drew you a map yeah is that because I know. I want to yeah. help. He's, like, trying to be very helpful. I think at this point he's trying to barter his way back to getting down yeah. to Earth. He's like, well, will you the let me back time. down if I draw you a map? If I draw you like a map. Like a real good map? I bet. It's going to be great. But also, Sarah, have you ever tried to draw a map from memory of anything? Uh, even your house. Have I ever tried to do anything from memory? Well, like, draw a map. Oh, I can't. I, nothing. Like up your literally, house. You... Literally nothing I do from memory is gonna be accurate. <laughs> I'm going to on the my first blank page dry map of my house. Me too. And I think it's gonna be garbage. It's and this gonna... is what they're apparently using for their yeah. Star Trek. Okay, so start, my... I'm gonna start At least the front we both door. have ramblers. That's gonna make this easier. It will make it easier. But you have a three bedroom. That's true. So here if my so like this is my like den area. Oh, I've already made my den too big. Yeah, no. I suck. This, this is hard. This is my living room, and there's still like a bedroom, and then another bedroom, and then a bedroom here, and then a bathroom. And a there. So like, this is my front door, I guess, there. and this is my back door, and this is a hallway. All right, Carrie, drew you this map. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a bed with three pillows on it. It doesn't. It doesn't look like anything. <laughs> that looks like nothing. But they, the fact that they're like, the guy's like, I'll draw you a really good map from memory because I have a really good memory. And I, again, we live in our house we we live in our houses and we still can't fucking do this we i i feel like i put a good faith effort in and it's garbage i can't we can't do it this guy yeah, is like maybe he's also a cartographer like on top of everything else no he's not he's a pilot 
He's a pilot. <laughs> That's what he does. <laughs> he doesn't do maps in his spare time. But he's, he's not good enough to go to school for, like, to be in the Air, phase, Air Force Navy Army. Here's Because they have those. They have cartographers in those. Here's what I think happened. Okay. I think because they're from the future, they took pictures with their future technology of the schematics of the building and they had him tell them where stuff was because i feel like if someone gave me a schematic of my house i'd be much better at (laughs) identifying where stuff was that's my door i found it (laughs) (laughs) okay so that's how we get in (laughs) that's where i pee that's not what they say happens and he's like what if i draw you draw you a schematic and they're like oh well that's a plan that's great cool um either way it works whatever they've done it has worked they beam down and it's sulu and kirk and they're like sneaking through the hallway and laughing at just things that are old i guess they're like look at this bulletin board paper (laughs) paper paper (laughs) and then they walk they walk a little farther it's like a shelf (laughs) isn't that charming (laughs) shelf with some trophies on it (laughs) crazy they definitely um, like they definitely snicker at those things by the yeah. like that Sarah and I are being dramatic. That's not quite what they do, but they're definitely like <laughs> paper <laughs> trophies. Like they uh. they like if there had been enough sound, I think you would have heard them like snort. They were like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was pretty bad. It was so they are sneaking along and they get to a locked door, which I assume is the thing that they need to get in to get the film that no, I don't know how computer, got to this Earth. This is the computer room. The that's film where the is, film is, though. No, that's it's the computer, like the voice dialogue. Oh, so this is the audio. Okay, yeah. the next one is the... Either way, at some point they it's do have to get on film. on a computer that they mock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a, yeah, so they... um they, the door is locked, so Sulu hands Kirk what Carrie and I can only identify as a sonic screwdriver. It's It looks kind of like a doorknob, but yeah. it absolutely makes like a sonic screwdriver it's sound. Like, <laughs> and Kirk just points it at the lock, and then it unlocks. And mm-hmm. if that's not a sonic screwdriver... I don't so know what a sonic screwdriver is, if that's not it. The current theory is that Sulu is the doctor. the doctor which prove me wrong tracks yeah yeah, yeah. Prove me wrong. change my mind yeah, change Sulu my mind is the doctor tulu yeah. is the doctor change my mind yeah, exactly so i'll fight um, you for it they get the door open like it's so easy um and this is where they're getting to like all of the old school like film but i guess it's like audio tape or the computer records of what happened. Yes. Um, and he's like, this is a primitive computer. If you turn it on, it'll make like a monstrous noise. The, and he's the like, devil's own call. Yeah. He's like, well, I don't plan on turning it on. And. Hey, Kirk, you can't turn shit on. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even maybe know that, how maybe to turn that, it on. Maybe that computer is me. There's no way he's going to turn <laughs> yeah. it on. You can't turn shit on, Kirk. We have yeah. not witnessed you turning even one thing on. Mm-mm. So, then we go back to the Enterprise, where Bones is... Bones 
needs to take a chill pill in like every episode, but he's like frantic again. He thinks if like they needed to call like I know hysterical's not a great word, but no, I, I think Bones I is think hysterical. They can <laughs> like... turn him into they no longer have other than Uhura, yeah, who is obviously a woman, they no longer have a main female character or like yeah. even like a sub main. They turned Bones into like the Freddy character like bones is always like oh the sky is falling oh the oh. sky is falling which bones is kind is of so ridiculous. that's refreshing it's refreshing it is a man this time because sometimes men freak out about stuff but it's only bones he's like and also yeah. this is kind of going back to a thing that you hate sarah i'm sorry but when spock was like oh yeah i'll never understand the medical mind like they make the doctor who yeah. is in our time one of the more skeptical, logical, reasonable people, like the hysterical one. Yeah, the one like being driven by his emotion. Yeah. Which is not, Makes not how sense. I see it. No. Uh, so but either way, that's what's happening right now. Yeah. And he's like, How 100%. long have they how long have they been down there? And Spock's like, it's only been like 15 minutes. No, um sh- and he's like you don't need to be concerned and like the whole time he's just sitting there kind of staring forward while like bones is like freaking out at him and bones is like hey shouldn't you be working on figuring out all of the warp calculations and spock yeah. just looks at him and he's like i am yeah. like <laughs> which is also a very krista thing yeah I don't know krista, but spock is just like <laughs> staring like he's looking he's mm-hmm. looking forward Shouldn't you be computating the precise calculations? Yeah. I am. I am. And that's that's a very yeah. Krista thing to do. That's what I was doing until you yeah, interrupted. I, I was. You're actually making this harder for me. Yeah. As somebody who works with Krista, that's exactly how Krista's life is. Yeah. Everyone else in the world is Bones, and Krista is Spock, just yeah. trying to fucking do her job. To focus, <laughs> like, for a goddamn minute. If you could just shut the fuck up yeah cool seriously bones calm your shit yeah so either way so hysterical yes <laughs> then we go back to sulu and kirk who are searching now for i guess the film at this point yeah. they've gone to a different room and well they g- did we miss the whole part where they, they were in the room and that's when the guy comes in no that's happening right now so this is, they're in the other room now, getting the film. Oh, in yes. the back. No, no. No, no. Moved, he does that. Moved. He does. Nope. He does that in the computer room. It's the computer room. Because well, the, when they, they the come back, they, they don't have it yet. They're oh. staring at the computers. And then the guy comes well, they go in. they go to the dark room. They go no, to the dark room. Yet. Yes, they no, do. they don't. No, they don't. I promise. I promise they're not in the dark room. They're still in the computer oh, room. Oh, you're right. You're right. Ooh, no, you're right. Okay. Drink, bitches! <laughs> Gary was right. Everyone gets to drink. Um, no, they're like, they, that guy, like, because I bitched the whole time about how they left the door unlocked. It's really dumb. They did. And they got because caught. They had, yeah. Because Crazy. the guy looks in and he's like, what's up, guys? And then what they don't even, like, <laughs> he just opens the door instead of having to, like, unlock it or find a yeah. key or something. They should so, have relocked it with their sonic screwdriver. Or anything. Or just, or just thing, like the lock. The little, little button on the doorknob. You just go boop. He didn't do that though. So he comes in and he's like, you're not supposed to be in here. And they're just like, oh, God By the damn way, this, it. Is, this is Carrie's favorite character in the entire he is, episode. He is. He's the only really fun thing that happens. He really is good. He's the only thing I enjoy. Because yeah. the whole time he's just like, what are you doing here? 
what am I yeah. doing here? Why is this happening so, to me? He's he's taking this very seriously, he and is. he's like, he oh, caught God. people. He's basically yeah. like the police security guard, or like the security guard of like space. This, yeah, this he, space he's a mall place. security guard <laughs> of the naval space station space. Yeah. that they're at. The so space he comes place. in, <laughs> the space place. He busts them, and they're just like, oh God, damn it! And he's like, give me your belts. Give me all that. Give, give me, me all, all your, your shit. Things. Give me all yeah. your things. And so, <laughs> exactly. and then he starts like fucking around with stuff. And he's like, "What is this?" And they're like, yeah. "Well, this does oh, something makes noises." They, they it's like, like the Spock is calling. Yeah, Spock is calling. They're trying to signal them down on the, the Earth. Yeah, they do like emergency like, signal. He's like, "What's that? What's that sound?" And they're like, "I don't. I didn't hear anything. Did you hear something? I didn't. What? I didn't hear anything." And then he's like, no, there it is again. It's coming from this thing. And he opens up the tricorder and then they, it was an emergency signal. And so they beam up whatever, whatever. that was. Yeah. Holding and it. they're like, but there's Bones gets kind of freaked out here again because well, he doesn't know what else to do. Yeah. He's like, why is, there, why is there only one signal? And Spock's just like, well, you're about to find out because yeah. they just like beam up the one signal. And they beam him up and he's in the transporter room, like hunched over, like looking at the belts, and he doesn't move from that he's position. He's gonna out, and he's like yeah. looking at something, and then he's he like, just stays there. Just keeps staring. He's like in so much shock that he can't even like straighten look, up and look around. Look down, maybe. So, just, just like, oh, uh, what the fuck? Yeah, and he's and like, he stays that way. And he he's does like the left and right eyes, like, yeah. What have I gotten myself? He's into? like a deer in the headlights. He's like, maybe yeah. if I just stand really still, yeah, they, they won't, won't see me. me. They won't, yeah, they'll never notice me. Everything's fine. Which also, uh, this this is a continuity plot point, but he had all of their belts and everything in his hands. They were still now, there. Yeah, and they're not there when he beams up, and they're not there later because they have them. Oh, good point. Yeah, there's yeah. a. It's not a great. It's a, a continuity thing. It was terrible <laughs> yeah. because he definitely took them all and held them all, and then got all weirdly yeah. confused, and then they still had them. Yep. And at so. this point, Kirk calls up, and he's like, "Hey, sorry, you got another guy. We didn't mean for you to get." And my bad. And Spock's just like, "Are you okay?" He's like, "Yeah, but we got more stuff to do," and so. They are. They continue to go look for. Yeah, this is when they. This leave. is where they go to the film. Yes. Yeah. So Carrie was right. She was absolutely right. Um, <laughs> my notes yeah. right now say sneaky, 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 because they yeah. just sneak, sneak, sneak. They do. They're sneaking along, and they have to like hide. Some janitors walk by, and they're like, "Oh, hide in this dark hallway," and they do that. And they find that other room they're going for. Nobody for. sees them, even though there are two <laughs> grown men just, just around the hall. It's so stupid. And then those guys pass, and then Kirk and Sulu just like are like, well, they can't see us now because their backs are two feet away. We're going to go. I'm going to go for that. Going. Going to a yep. door. And they do. They go into the other room and he's like, okay, we need to go into the dark room. And somehow they just like, this must be like meticulously organized with UFO from today. Like yeah. it's on the top. Yeah, that's all there is. <laughs> yeah. Because they find everything very fast. Um, Bye. And 
But what they, they didn't know was that when they opened the dark room door, they triggered they triggered an alarm. Mm-hmm. And it happened in the base, like the command center. And they're like, what the fuck's that red blinky light? Yeah. It was like, like, it was like someone's in the com- in the camera room. I don't even know. Dark, dark room. Dark room. They could, yes. It actually had dark room with a red light beside it that yeah. started flashing. And so they're in there and they're like, oh, good. We got all this cool shit. Poof. We're done. This is great. Look but, at us being real good. Yeah, we did. We did our our job. We're doing so good and heist uh, successful. Yeah, Kirk's like, okay, Sulu, why don't you call up, tell them to transport us. Uh, everything's cool. Don't worry about it. And uh-huh. in the meantime, those other dudes are coming in the door, and Kirk hears them, and then he's like, oh shit, there's some dudes. And so he's like, okay, Sulu. Keep doing what you're doing. I'm going to go out here. I'm just going to go fight these guys. Yeah. Here, guys. He just fights yeah. them all. This it's the longest muscle tussle that's ever existed. It was. Well, it's three to one, Sarah. It's good. It was three to one. It was a lot of fighting and a lot yeah. of like grabbing door frames and like jumping over <laughs> people did. dramatically. That, that was the best part by far. Is that at one point, again, it's Kirk against mm-hmm. all these other dudes. Three dudes and one Kirk, who yeah. I I know we've seen him training that one time, but I yeah. don't believe that he is in peak physical form. And I know that in the 60s, uh, I think that they abused people by making them be physically in shape. So it seems really odd that Kirk, who never does anything... Uh, can beat all their asses down. And at one time, he looks up at a doorway and he was like, yeah, that's the one. And he yeah. jumps up and grabs it and he kicks a dude in the face and he falls <laughs> down. And he jumps over around. him. Yeah, <laughs> jumps and quite chops another dude in the face. Like, it's so... A lot. <laughs> a lot of things. There was a muscle tussle pretty much encapsulated every poor... Uh, 60s cliche fighting that could be, but the, also there was no blood. Nobody bled. Oh, no, no, no one bleeds when you kick them in the face. Yeah, lots of ass um, kicking, no blood. Yeah. So, um, this whole time that it's happening, Sulu is in the dark room, like looking at the communicator, like kind of talking to the starship. And then he, like, we don't know yet what's happened in the dark room, but eventually sure. Kirk does get caught because there were three of them and he is only yeah. one human. Um, and the guy says, all right, where is he? Where's the other one? Where's your friend? And, where's your friend? And then Kirk goes, who? But my yeah. notes actually say, Sul who? Yeah. <laughs> Sul who? <laughs> Because he's gone. He's just not in right. there. Like, there's no guy. Like, there's no one else. And he's like, there was someone else here. And he had looked in the dark room and couldn't find him. And Kirk used, like, I think actually kind of fun logic. Because I feel like it's something that someone would use against Kirk. He's like, oh, well, I mean, they couldn't have possibly gotten past you, right? Like, is there any other explanation than maybe nobody was ever there? Like, that's very much yeah. like... You're infallible, right? Yeah. I guess there was never anyone else. The guy was like, I saw him. I saw you yeah. turn around and talk to your friend, and I saw him move. And the guy was like, or Kirk was like, but nobody came out, and there's no other way out of that room. So yeah. 
how could it have happened? Like, what? Obviously, you must be yeah. mistaken because if nobody came out, you can't be wrong. Hmm. Yeah. So either yeah. way, it's really it's that's and so Kirk is captured. Sulu is back on the Enterprise. Spock is talking to him. He's like, "You made a good decision to beam up." And the whole time, he's like looking at the film, like holding it up to the light, and he's like, "Hmm, poor photography." <laughs> like, I didn't know you were such a critic. Fuck. And again, I could definitely see Krista judging. This sucks. Yeah, this, this is garbage. Why this picture bother? isn't even in focus. Yeah, <laughs> what have not, you done? <laughs> this is trash. I hate it. Um, Why am I so much better than everyone else on this yeah. ship? <laughs> I'm sorry. You're so gifted. It's so terrible. <laughs> yeah. So, but Scotty gets really mad about that because here Kirk is gone and he's captured. And they can't find him. They're Scotty or Bones. Bones. Who's Bones. Okay. Sorry. Oh, uh, oh yeah. I was. I, I read my wrong notes. But it's Bones, and <laughs> it's he's bones. really mad at Spock because Spock was like, hmm, "This photography is garbage." Yeah. And bones is like, "What the fuck is wrong with you? Do you not see how everything is fucked? Like it's all fucked." Kirk is gone. We don't know how to get him back. We have this two dudes. Two dudes. They don't belong here, and we have no idea how to get back to our own space and time. We're fucked. And Fox like, duh. Yeah. But I can't fix any of those right now. All I know is <laughs> this, this photography sucks. sucks. <laughs> this is garbage. So. <laughs> you know what? I, I can't fix any of those, but I can still yeah. judge how shitty these pictures yeah. are. <laughs> Currently, I have no solutions. My current reality is this is trash. <laughs> Fuck these guys. Oh, it's can't like Spock lives in 2020. Yeah, he's... he's like he's like 15 in 2020 everything yeah. is garbage but i like this one thing but not like it i like to like hate it i like to I, hate this thing i love to hate this yeah I, because i can't fix anything but yeah i can love to hate this one thing and spock's solution to all of this is to call captain christopher to where he is so he can get basically devise a plan to fix what's going on here so we go to Kirk being investigated. I'm going to spend a shit ton of time on this because none of it really matters. No, and it happens terrible. It jumps back and forth to Kirk being investigated by the people who caught him like yeah. four or five times. And like none of the questions matter. It's exactly what you would think it Kirk is. Kirk being kind generic. of like, he's being like snippy snarky? and yeah. Yeah, snarky. Kind of, I mean, it is funny. He's being funny. Yeah. One of the, not- one of, the things he says is funny yeah he's 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 not being super shitty but yeah and, and they're not taking it really seriously because there's no. like wackadoo music in the background yeah they're they're all it's goofy and it's supposed to be goofy but it's like yeah. 10 minutes of goofy they do say at one point they're like well what is this like what is this uniform you're wearing like what even is it and he's like oh this old thing yeah <laughs> which is I amazing it was i think in the 50s, the Marilyn Monroe movie, The Seven Year Itch, had come out. And that's what she says. What? This oh. old thing? Well, I only wear this what when I don't care what I wear or what I put on. What? Yeah. Like, she has a very quote that I can't quote right now. But Drunk. what? This old thing? This well, old I thing? I only wear this when I don't care how I look. Yeah. So he's like, 
mocking yeah. or imitating Marilyn Monroe, which is fine. I probably would have known that. They do say at this point, we're going to lock you up for 200 years. And Kirk's just like, sounds about right. <laughs> like, oh, cool. Perfect amount of time. Yeah. So we, we go back to the Enterprise mm-hmm. where Captain Christopher is saying that he knows where they probably have Kirk. Um, because he knows everything about this base somehow. Um, and he wants to help. Pilot, so he yeah. knows everything. Yeah, he's like, That's I really want to. I really want to help. Like, I think I can do it. Um, and uh, he finds a way to make it to where Spock can't argue with him about it. And so Spock, Sulu, and him are going back down. And he says, "We need two phasers." He's like, "One for me and one for you, Sulu." And the guy's like, "Oh, you don't trust me?" And he has this look on his face that's like. Don't trust that guy. Yeah. Obviously, um, I don't fucking trust you. Yeah. And the 60s. And Spock says, no, I trust you to a point. <laughs> like, that's okay. fair. So they beam down onto the base uh, to, I guess, save. Like, I don't know why they can't just lock onto Kirk somehow. They have to have a way, but they don't, I guess. In, in TNG and later. The badge is their communicators, and that's how they lock on to people. Yeah. For this, it's the the thing that they didn't that Kirk doesn't have. Kirk doesn't have. His so communicator, yeah. I think maybe they learned that in you know the eighties that you like if it's on your person, it's, it's much easier to track on. Yeah. Like they probably could have. They probably could have. Like I assume it's so futury that they could have been like, well, let's just uh, type. James T. Kirk into our computer and lock and on. Lock onto his and DNA. We have, yeah, we have his DNA code. Yeah. But they don't. Don't have that. Not, not at all what happened. They mm-hmm. have to go down and, and rescue him. And so they beam down, and more importantly, once they've left, the sergeant, the security guard sergeant guy, is left in the communicator room with the technician who, I guess he's an engineer or whatever, he's wearing that red jumpsuit that I really think, it's like a red romper that we should start drinking for. <laughs> I do not disagree, but it's definitely <laughs> the engineering romper. Yeah, the romper. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just like, are you hungry? And the sergeant guy's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, like, I, I could eat. I could eat. And then he's like, oh, what do you want? And of all the things that this guy wants, he's just like, chicken soup well he he's he says it like i'll take chicken soup like he's yeah. like oh yeah you can just sure. make food chicken soup i'll take some chicken soup bitch chicken soup for the sarge's soul and they so he like they use one of those yeah, what are they called? It's a replicator. It's but a he replicator. Puts, he puts a little wood dial into the replicator and then chicken soup appears. And the His guy's like lips what? Yeah, and he actually like dips his finger in and he tastes it. Like, it licks and it? Like, yeah, it like freeze frames on him being like, this is chicken soup? I feel like, I don't know what chicken soup's going to be like in 200 years, but I assume in the 60s it was similar to what it is now. So like all he tasted when he did that was salt. salt. No, no, no. In the 60s, okay. it was less salt. Okay. Least, once canned soups really came around, like... Salt was in. That's like all I taste when I eat soup. Yeah, like I just—it's just salt. 
Like, yeah. there's not a lot of other flavors. Because sodium is a preservative, and that's how you can keep it canned for so long. Is soap. Yeah. Not soap. Salt. <laughs> this soup sucks. Tastes <laughs> like soap. This, this soup is terrible. Yeah. But um, most, I think soap. in the 60s, it probably would have largely still been like homemade chicken soup with and broth of some sort yeah which i i assume the replicators are going to taste delicious no probably not probably going to take you know what they probably do they take the means and average like some people fill out a survey of like what is chicken soup the best tasting yeah and then people were like campbell's 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 and so it's going to be salt this is going to taste like salt yeah Yeah, 100 percent. so It it's actually it's a really fun scene though, and we yes. he's my favorite. Yeah, he was he was very fun. He like the actor did a really good job making like he was just exaggerated enough to be funny yeah. and not stupid. Like like he was bordering on stupid, but he was it was still the, fun. The it stupid felt... was funny. Like he yeah goofy is, enough. Yeah, he is by far the best part of the episode. Yes, mm-hmm. and nothing about science and nothing about the plot. Nope. Nothing no, else but... mattered. Just this one sergeant. Nothing that really got some chicken matters. Yeah. Anyone can see. <laughs> That's exactly what this episode was. <laughs> yeah. Song. Oh, God. It basically should have been. Um, they are back down on Earth. And at this point, they aren't even fucking around with sneaking. Like, Sulu is just karate chopping guys. There's yeah. muscle tussles. There's a Vulcan death grip. They're like getting through to Kirk wherever he is. Um, yeah, they don't anymore. Um, yep. And so they get to him. They muscle tussle all those guys. They beat the shit out of them, and they're like, "Hey, floor to beam up," because well, like ev- it was yeah, fast. And then, and then Spock goes into this other like he's gonna go explore some other room. Yeah, we Spock don't know why. wanders away. Spock wanders away into a different room, and Important. then the uh, John Christopher, Captain John Christopher, like looks down and he steals a gun from somebody, and then he starts uh-huh. threatening Kirk. He's well, he's like, I'm cool. not going. Yeah, like, I'm not going. Even though they told him they were returning him, like he is what? standing with his back to a doorway. And yeah, he's like, he's like, where's Spock? Where's Spock? Where's I'm Spock? not going where's Spock? anywhere. Where's, where's Spock? Spock? And then Spock shows up behind him to Vulcan death grip him. Exactly he what happens down on the ground. It's actually pretty good. Yeah, like he's and dumb. then and then once again, Kirk's like, okay, now for the <laughs> yeah, oh uh, yeah. So the, <laughs> you know the last time I said that right, for really this time for for real this time we're all good. Yeah. Um, and so they. Go back onto the Enterprise, and they are now discussing, like, I guess this whole time, while everything else has been happening, Spock has just been doing all the calculations in the back of his head, and he's And Scotty's now, been trying to make sure the engines are perfect. And yeah, Scotty awesome. put the engines gun, and Spock's got this plan. And he's like, we are going to just... Do it again. We're gonna go. We're gonna we're gonna drive at the sun really fast, and we're Real gonna fast. whip around the sun, and we're gonna go we're even gonna faster. Use gravity. It's gonna yeah. try to pull us in, and at some point, we're gonna kick our engines off, and like we're gonna slingshot around. Slingshot. The sun. Except they used whiplash for the original event, and yeah. now it's slingshotting. Yeah, now which I don't. 
think is fair. I don't think those are the same thing. I don't think you're creating the same event, but what do I know? We yeah. don't live in the 60s future, Sarah. We, have we no don't idea. live in the 60s future, so we don't nope. know. Nope. Um, and so Spock has all these calculations that don't fucking matter to get back. Mm-hmm. And, and not real. That's important, and, too. They're not real. Yeah. He says that it's nothing. none of this is going to matter because the two people that they have on their ship that they've been worried about fucking up the future aren't going to remember any of this anyway. Yeah. For some reason, they all get to remember, but no one else does because they're beaming them back down at the exact which also moment makes of time that they're zero passing. Sense. It, it doesn't make sense. So, uh, Scotty says there's also a chance that um, if we like, we have to break really hard, or we might overshoot where we want to go. So, like, he's also saying, "Hey, there's a lot of room for error here." Yeah. Um, but they're just gonna it's wing gonna it. It's gonna be hard to get it perfect. Like it's gonna I, be hard I, to get it, but they we've do. Never, we've never done it before. We have Everyone no idea how to make it all happen. But it's our only shot. And spoiler turns out it's perfect. Everything's perfect. Everything's perfect. Which this is where. So so here's what's happening. They fly at the sun as fast as they can, and they use the sun's gravity to pull them towards it. And at this point, heading towards the sun as fast as they can, that makes time go backwards. Yep. So now they have passed back beyond the point where they ever got there, right? And then he's like, now, Sulu. And I guess Sulu, like, throws on the something or other that throws them into the slingshot. And there's a big shake, and everyone's leaning left and right, and things are, like, There's, like, flailing. And then there's like, yeah. And they like whiplash around the sun. And now that they've traveled in the past, because when you're heading towards the sun, you're going into the past. Um, now that they've whiplashed around the sun and they're going the other direction, now they're traveling in the future because they have the chromometer, the chrom, um, chrom- why, why does the direction they're traveling fast in? I don't know. I, they have the chromometer, and the chromometer tells them what t- it tells place them they are in time. Yeah, what place they are in time, and now they're going that into is. the future again. Yep. So as they're as they're passing Earth, they beam down the one guy back into his ship, just at the moment that he had first seen them, and he beams down perfectly, and everything's fine. And he's like, "Oh, guys, like the ship's gone now." I don't know what happened. Hey, that I was weird. This thing, but now it's gone. So there's no yeah. reason so, to be alarmed. We should be confused by the fact that technically they had never been there. So even no matter what time they beamed him back down, why was he up in the air in the first place? But whatever. Yep. Uh, so they keep going. Yeah. They're going whatever, whatever. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> what a fuck it. They're going forward in time now, and they beam the next guy down. The the chicken soup for the sergeant's soul. Um, they beam yeah. him back into his body at the moment where he's getting ready to investigate them in the room, and he like opens the door, and no one's in there, and he closes it, and he's like, oh, well, he gets he gets anything. a little bit of a shake, like oh. Yeah. Hmm, it's almost like deja vu. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a glitch in the matrix. Weird. <laughs> um and so like it's just like how do they beam everybody down so perfectly? I don't know, but they, they do. They've never they have tr- time traveled exactly yeah. one time in the past. They've never gone for. They have no idea what they're doing, but 
make it perfect. It's fine. Every single time. And they do the thing again where now they're going fast again. Everybody's shaking like left and they'll go right. And some forward. And some forward. And some like, ooh. Everybody's everybody's just not, no one's overacting. Everything is great. They look very (sighs) natural. It all looks legit. Really good. Everything's legit. Um, and so they lights flicker, and Scotty says, "We're buckling," and then I guess they hit the brakes, and like everything's yeah. normal again, and everybody's fine, and they're like, "Hey, check the Starfleet channel," and they do, and they're just like, "Like, how's it going, Captain Kirk? This is Starfleet. What's up?" And yeah, he's just you, like, "You guys want to chat? Yeah, chitty chitty chat." And he's just like, um, nope, this is Kirk on the Enterprise. We're home. Kirk out. And like, he didn't even ask what star date it was. They like, have no, they have no idea. <laughs> no it's idea so when they've obnoxious. gone back in time. They, they don't they have s- any idea what time or day it is. They're just like, nope, Starfleet's there. We're probably fine, I bet. Starfleet exists. Like, we know now, at least, Starfleet's around for a few hundred years. Yeah. Like, doing starfleety things but you know they were like oh what it's the enterprise can you can you tell us how you're doing guys and they're just like oh yeah we're home we're home (laughs) like did you guys know that they were gone i don't know it's very possible that they were like whoa enterprise we just started reading your readings again for the first time in 200 years like what is going on with you guys he's like oh we're home (sighs) Like, I didn't ask you what the date was. Could have been anything. So, that's our episode, guys. Yeah, that's, that was it. That's how it ends. Like I'm really disappointed these aren't getting better. I really just wanted them to. <laughs> this one was kind of wacky. It was a little crazier, it but it's not... funner parts, but... They're, just, there was they're nothing not getting better. Not horribly problematic. Which there was, like... Step up. Yeah, there was a couple, like, okay, that was sexist, but, like, for the 60s, you're doing pretty well moments. Yeah. So, I guess. that was pretty much the worst. Like, it was not. But they're still not, like, I don't know. They're not Star Trek. They're not improving. They're not. No. It was better than Shore Leave. (laughs) Shore Leave was really (laughs) bad. (laughs) And you guys, you're welcome. Oh, Um, yeah. If you're listening props to you because we're still watching and we're not doing i mean we are doing this for us i'm not gonna lie this is for us but it's also also for you so that you don't have to watch this garbage it's terrible it's not good or if you're if you are watching this garbage and listening to us Mm. which i i guess dan mackin rewatched all of these so and I don't think he listens to us, but either way, if you're doing the that, like, the other. <laughs> we're suffering with you. You're yeah. welcome. Like, yeah. we did that for you. Yeah. This so, is a, a great sacrifice we've made. Mm-hmm. Sarah Wait. and I get drunk every Friday night together for you. For you. <laughs> yeah. It's for you. And you know what, guys? <laughs> Live long and prosper. <laughs> that was good. <laughs>